Hello and welcome to the Sacred Remembering Podcast, the place for modern women who are waking up to the truth of who they are, with me as your host, Sarah Poet. Now, if the word sacred is throwing you a little bit, that's okay. Have you had that moment as a modern woman where you went, wait, I left something of myself back there along the way? Well, if so, then you're already on a path of sacred remembering and you're actually in the right place. We know that modern women are rising, but we don't do it by fighting. We do it by remembering who we are and standing in that truth. And here in this space, we remember together through stories and tools and curiosity. And in doing so, we bring forward the place of women in our modern world. Now let's begin. Hello, Sacred Remembering audience. Hello, women waking up to the divine truth within you. It is so good to connect with you. I am so happy to have met Katrina Armstrong, today's guest, um, and get to bring this conversation to you. Uh, it's it's so wonderful, <laughs> uh, and I really hope you enjoy. And what I really value in this moment about Katrina is that she's this walking embodiment of this essence of her soul's truth that from the moment we start talking, you're actually going to really be able to feel. And we're talking about some things in this episode that maybe it's new language for you, but what I'm finding is that what happened in this episode is this really beautiful arc, this bridge, this picture painted about what it means to truly embody the sacred truth of who you are and going from, you know, being a woman who does not, um, necessarily feel like you have permission or maybe your life doesn't look all that sacred right now and you're having these nudges that something's got to change this story is really really powerful in terms of how Katrina did embody her awakening but but truly truly embodied the essence of it and is now uh, quite a conduit of some very very powerful energies. And toward the end of this episode, we actually are blessed with a light language transmission from Katrina. It's such a treat. My whole body lit up and my energy field expanded. Uh, It was really, really beautiful. So welcome. I'm so glad you're here. I'm going to read Katrina's bio to you and then we'll get started with the interview. As an activator of divine truth and limitless possibilities, Katrina assists with finding the magic in everyday life. She provides an accepting, nurturing space with unparalleled access to the higher realms. She holds a frequency of truth for you to step into your higher vision of yourself. Katrina has reached a level of consciousness that allows her to have access even beyond the multidimensional self. She operates as a pure frequency of embodied love that activates through movement, words, tones, 
light language, and high vibrational energy transmissions like you're going to receive today. Katrina serves as a bridge to help you learn to embody your higher self, which will bring you so much more joy, success, and balance into your life and your business. By accessing high vibe energies and frequencies, she is able to activate dormant potential within the DNA. And we talk about that today as well. Thank you for being here. Please subscribe to the podcast as well as share with another woman who you know would love this episode. And um, here's our interview. Hello, Katrina. Welcome to the Sacred Remembering Podcast. Thank you. I am so honored to be here. I'm so excited to talk with you today. We were just having quite the intro conversation we could have gone on. And I was like, wait, we have to hit record and capture some of this. So I'm already really (laughs) enjoying meeting you. I would, I would love for you to um, help us get to know you and introduce who you are, maybe what you do, how you enjoy being, you know, anything that arises as an intro here. Mm, absolutely. I am a conduit of uh, creation of source. I am uh, one that works with um, women, spiritual entrepreneurs, healers, uh, conduit channels, those in which that are really coming in or choosing to come into their soul's truth and ready to show up in the world in powerful ways. Um, so I've been really blessed to work deeply with Mother Earth through this transition that we've been moving through for the last eight years. So traveling, um, working with sacred parts, um, allowing for, you know, my own connection into the earth to bring, bring back the remembrance to unlock sacred cells. Um, it's been such an incredible journey that you know, continues to expand my awareness and my understanding of what what we're capable of. Um, I've been so fortunate to, to guide and to lead so many heart-centered um, teachers, you know, into their um, opening up even fuller into their remembrance and touching the lives and the hearts of so many others. So it's been such a wonderful journey, Sarah. I'm honored every day, um, every day I wake up to get to feel the connection into Mother Earth, to feel uh, the flow of grace that's moving in and through everything. (laughs) Mm, Beautiful. I can't wait to hear more about that connection to Mother Earth. I feel like I want to comment on your voice. There's something so clear. It's like a pool of water. Like there's something so clear about your voice um, that it 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 resonates. Yes, yes, <laughs> and I, I, I hear this um, quite often, mm. and I, I feel that's part of the the cultivation. You know, really coming into deeper um, understanding of my own being and allowing for my own essence to speak through the voice. Um, being, you know, for me, being this unified voice of creation. So for me, I have an intention of, as I'm stepping into anything, that I'm really bringing clarity. I'm really bringing a level of purity and a level of truth, um, you know, at the capacity that uh, wherever I am is can can receive it. Um, 
So in that very conscious and present with it. And it's so incredible because cultivating this way of being allows for you to flow um, just almost effortlessly, you know, because you're doing it so transparently, so authentically. And what I have found when you're in that place, it, it provides that opportunity for others to come forward in who they are. You know, it creates that field, most certainly a heart coherence field. And, you know, we need more and more of that in the world. <laughs> right, um, right. <laughs> so much. And so, yeah, it's almost like those listening to this conversation are getting some of that resonance of that heart coherence, um, like through the, the codex that is your voice, would you say? No, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Oh, beautiful. Yeah, it's really that that opening up and that remembrance of their own resonance. And when we, we go into like the ideas of truth, you know, for me, truth is a um, it's a resonance. And I um, I base this off of a so tone, and each one of us having this tone. And when we're vibrating in that tone, being able to feel, you know, what's in resonance, being able to clearly you know, navigate our lives in accordance to that resonance. And Mm. that's where I've found things open up and expand. You know, we're able to receive more that, that, that connection provides that opportunity. Mm. So each person has their own resonance, like their own sound resonance, you're saying? Um, Sound resonance or harmonic, you know, and, and in my, and you know what what I see is in this this resonance and this harmonic when we are fully allowing for that to come through um, when we come together the, the we amplify each other and we really mm-hmm. provide that unification um, you know that that ability to um, have that that resonance within your own being and you can always tell when um, someone is walking in that residence, you know, those are the ones that right. you're, you gravitate towards or, you know, the ones that are speaking and um, you can feel it. You can feel yeah. the, you know, it's like, Hmm, this is, this is, you know, doing something in my heart. This is opening me up. And, you know, more than anything, you know, for me, seeing people have the opportunity to feel who they really are, you know, beyond the, the confines of who we've been told to be or the the patterning that we've picked up, you know, over this lifetime or previous, um, you know, those that see that we um, have, you know, lifetimes before this one or <laughs> through our genealogical right. lines. So right. it's incredible because it allows an opportunity to unify all of that, which is you and truly allow for that resonance to, you know, break through. Mm. Mm. So I had this experience this week that I, I want to speak to. And then I, I want to hear okay. like how you do this work, because it's, I was saying before we hit record that it's always fascinating. Whenever we record a conversation, there's always so much up <laughs> in my personal field. When I come to these conversations, I'm like, of course, we're talking about truth and resonance today, <laughs> you know? which is just like, I mean, the dates on the calendar, we show up and then, but, but it's what I've been thinking about, you know, all week, all month. So, um, 
this past week uh, was a very significant day for me. It was the 20th anniversary of my daughter's birth, and I didn't get to uh, raise that daughter. So adoption was a very um, Mm. integral part of my own journey. I've talked about it on this podcast a lot. Mm. And um, I knew that going into that day, I was to be with my 19-year-old self. And then I happened to remember that I I had a video of um, myself at 19 at the birth that mm. I hadn't yet watched. I just had them converted to, to digital last year, hadn't watched it. And so that morning of her birth, I'm just trying to tell the story a little bit expedited, um, mm-hmm. the morning of her birth, I was prompted, like a soul tap on the shoulder prompted to go watch that video. Mm. And I saw, mm -hmm, I (sighs) saw parts of myself that wanted to integrate, that wanted to resolve. Um, You know, it was like I could feel these threads of that 19 year old self that was going through this trauma was anyway. So it was, um, very interesting that I could literally watch this 19-year-old self that, I mean, in that moment, how many soul fragments are happening, right? Like many. Mm-hmm. And so a friend of mine, she said, Sarah, you need to, Jamie Flares, she's been on the podcast and she said, um, you know, we we're going to do something else. We we're going to do a little ceremony on the land that I'm living on. And she said, no. I am going to um, invite you to come here so that I can do a sound channeling for you. And um, I didn't quite understand what my friend Jamie did and how powerful it was (laughs) because what, what she actually did was channeled. It was like, she was channeling my soul song to me. So when she was singing and she's, you know, trained herself to just be a channel for whatever sounds are coming through, what you were saying about harmonics and resonance, what was Mm -hmm. coming out of her mouth, I was sitting there thinking, that's me. That's the, those are my (laughs) sounds. Like she was singing me. I've never, I I was so blown away. Now we're recording this uh, the last week of July and this episode isn't going to go live for a while, but um, it was so mind blowing to hear that harmonic and know that it was me. Oh, it's incredible. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And, and so, yeah, I mean, the other thing there is like, so as a woman, I work with women's truth and women's voices and the right to tell our stories and how to stand empowered and embodied in our truth. And yet it's, uh, it's a long road. So I guess I have a few questions here, Mm -hmm. Katrina, about, that journey of coming to stand in that clear resonance, to stand in your essence of your mm. truth. And when you open your mouth, you're, you're speaking and sounding that resonance. Um, and then maybe a little bit about your journey as well. Like what, what, 
did it look like for you to step into this full harmonic? Oh my, you know, <laughs> you're um, speaking of your, your daughter and um, how the, the adoption and when, when I awakened um, in 2012, it began in 2011, um, but I always knew uh, from a child that I, I came here to do something, that I had a big calling on my life. And at the age of 12, I um, was initiated in through the Holy Spirit. Um, at that time, I was Pentecostal, so speaking in tongues and receiving that um, was not a foreign thing in that church. Wow, right? okay. okay. <laughs> um, so I, you know, went through that, you know, receiving of that, and now I'm understanding that as, now I understand it as the Divine Feminine. And for me, at the age of 12, that initiation, that awakening remained with me teaching me, guiding me, um, because I had a very um, deep, um, trauma-filled, um, you know, life. Yeah. So being able to have the, the support of, you know, the, the Holy Spirit, um, or as I see now, you know, the Divine Feminine within, um, coming online to guide me, you know, just enough, because I, I didn't really have a lot of guidance in my life. Mm-hmm. I was, uh, my parents were uh, very much in their own processes and they were, you know, moving through levels of addictions and so many levels of different types of abuse that I got to experience as a child. And I was greatly misunderstood because I was so sensitive and I could see everyone. And I'm like, why are you acting like this? <laughs> Who are you? Like, I don't understand. Yeah. And so going through that and then coming into my adulthood, you know, the patterns of the abuse, the patterns of the self-worth. And, you know, I got really tied up in so many different, um, you know, levels of even moving into poverty. I mean, I got to see life from all of these different angles. But as I'm doing it, it was so interesting because when I got into college, I was, um, which I was on my own at 15. So I really got to be kind of put out into the world to, to see and understand what is present there. But as I was moving through these different experiences, I was also learning about them, right? So here I am in a, a marriage that was just not healthy. It was just very dysfunctional and, you know, patterns from my childhood. And then looking at, you know, going in and training to work at the, the women's shelter, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> and just continuously getting to see life from all these different angles. And then when I, um, when I awakened in uh, 2012, I, um, <laughs> I uh, came to this place where I actually set up on my couch and all of these doors were in front of me and I didn't have visions then. So I, I didn't mm-hmm. know. And I, I had, taken up drinking actually I began drinking quite quite a bit and I was like what did I drink like what is happening oh, to wow. me? Why, are all, why is all this here and so all these doors just started closing in front of me and mm. I was like well what 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 is this and I got heard the message really loud you've been in all of these you've done all of that do what you came here for yeah and mm. in that moment I'm filling into where I'm living and you know, I had bought a house in a place I really didn't want to be at, and I had three children at this time. So mm. this is where it kind of connects into what you were sharing. And my guidance was really clear 
you know, that I was to give my children to their father. And I'm going, whoa, what, what is what is this? This doesn't sound like God. This doesn't, this doesn't seem to make sense. Um, but what I grew to understand was that release of identity, you know, mm-hmm. where we're very programmed in to who we're supposed to be, you know, as women, who we're supposed to be as mothers. Um, so tr- transcending that identity and really allowing for all of the societal ideas of who I'm supposed to be was the journey that I began at that mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. And in that, that releasing of it, and then of course into rehabilitation and so much deeper. Um, but as soon as I said, yes, you know, I began this process of not only the, the presence of the, the Holy spirit, but then the deeper cultivation and techniques um, for the, the Christ consciousness came online for me. So I began unifying and just healing on really deep levels. Um, So that was um, a good two-year process. But within the first six months, I was walking around as like pure light. (laughs) I, um, I, I remember asking, is this, is this what I'm here to do? I'm just going to walk around and just speak messages to people. And <laughs> they're just going to hear me. And, but I was really fortunate to have someone come into my life because I, um, I, I didn't know anything about metaphysics. I had no idea what any of it was. I um, felt really deeply but I had all kinds of parts in me that are waking up and understandings and wisdom that was pouring out of me. And I came to understand that wisdom would not even have been possible if I wasn't willing to walk my path and to, to see and to feel all the depths and levels of pain and levels of separation. And, you know, all of those became my greatest assets really the treasures of which when i was willing to really look at them um and then i began to to understand you know the message that came in for me is you're a bridge you know mm-hmm. and i say okay well, well what's the bridge <laughs> how mm-hmm. does this work what do i do with this um and but not you know a very specific type of bridge a bridge for consciousness and i um it's like, well, of course, I have no idea what this is. Like, how does this work? And, um, and then I began to understand that each one of us are bridges. You know, mm-hmm. our, our life experience, what it is that we cultivate throughout our time here on the planet, every bit of its raw materials. And I now see it as inverses to the soul. Like I do really um, deep and um, initiations now. I support people with initiating deeper into the soul. And what I find is the capacity and ability to receive that of which the soul is comes from your capacity and ability to really go deeper into you. And I see them as inverses. So, you know, my, my experiences with being so separated from myself due to, um, you know, levels of marital abuse, right? I really lost myself in a marriage. I um I found that when I was willing to um, look into that, how much was really there and returning and loving those parts of myself began to unlock and open up even more into the soul and it began to infuse. And from that infusion and that that soul resonance that just kept unifying within me, um, wisdom 
wisdom came through that. Um, but I also know that the the ability to to feel that or allow that, you know, <laughs> I had to get deeper and deeper into my connection with the earth. <laughs> okay, yeah, I want to. This is where I want to like kind of slow down because okay. I think that this is so rich. So, okay, we realize, oh, we're not living our best life. Oh, we're not living a life connected to mm-hmm. our highest self. Um, oh, there's a lot of, of shitty things that happen. And somehow I'm supposed to like, you know, um, find, find the good in it, right? So then we start on this path. And then this, I talk a lot about this. It's like we start to realize the things that have happened to us, like recognize the trauma for the separation stories that they are. How do how did you decide to align with that truth versus mm-hmm. staying in the story of trauma or what had happened to you? How you know how does how does a woman realize that and then? And then go about it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel it's like getting, for me, it was getting to that point of, okay, <laughs> there's, I can no longer do this. You yeah. know, I, I mean, I was at the point of working three jobs, being a single mom and in grad school. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I was like, mm, something, something doesn't feel right. It doesn't mm-hmm. feel, it's not really flowing. This is not, mm-hmm. mm, and in that, you know, answering, answering the call when it showed up, you know, for me, it was yeah. very blatant, right? It's like all these doors. Um, but sometimes even, you know, something small, um, for me, I feel everything we need is always right here. It's always within our reach. Um, so if it is that your life is not aligning or feels in resonance with your heart, you know, asking, you know, asking in that moment. And that's something for me that I've um, cultivated um, beginning um, from the beginning, you know, beginning or allowing for myself to, to go deeper with that. Okay. I get it. Nothing out here (laughs) is working. Everything out here looks really off for me at that time. I mean, everything Mm -hmm. in my life. Um, So, okay, well, I know that the answers are within. So allowing myself to, to go there and connecting into the heart and for me connecting into the earth was a really big thing for me but you know after a while I mean my life was one thing after another and it moves so quickly mm-hmm. um and I was like no something's gotta get him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I just I'm not you know and I know the soul will not give us more than what we can handle right that there's that, um, and we, we hear this, right? That the soul won't give us more than we can handle. And for me, I was at a place of like, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna lose it. <laughs> right. This is this is it for me. Um, it's either I make this change, or you know, I'm I'm just gonna spiral, and I don't even know where I was gonna go, and I I really don't want to know <laughs> where I would have gone. Yeah. Um, but I I know that for me it it turned into a really profound spiritual awakening, like a transcendence, you know, that you, you sometimes read about, right? Like those kinds of moments where things just really just shift. Um, and what I know is that 
each one of us, we have this connection and ability to um, cultivate that awareness for ourselves. And, you know, I didn't undo a lifetime of pain in, you know, a few moments. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's most certainly something that I had to keep coming back to. And the beautiful thing that I found is when you are making that connection with yourself and you're really honest with you, um, you don't have to keep your focus on, oh, I need to heal. Because your life experience itself will continue to bring you greater clarity, greater awareness. And what I find is a lot of times people um, focus more on um, making something happen rather Mm -hmm. than allowing for it to come to them. Because that's yet again um, one of those, we were speaking just briefly before um, the call, um, how people are, um, you know, we're conduits, we're conduits, no matter, mm-hmm. you know, we're all of us are conduits. And what we're conduiting is what's important to be aware of. And, you know, we can't source, we've been taught to source from without, like just source from everything that's around us. And now more than ever, we're having to source from within. And the sourcing from within allows you that opportunity Yet again, we're opening another subject here, but <laughs> allows you that opportunity to um, to really create because we actually are creating everything. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So what I oh, found, I, yeah, mm-hmm. go that, ahead. I don't want to interrupt. Oh, <laughs> just what I found in that is that um, that's part of the my mentality was very victim because of all of the pain from all of the struggle from all of the. You know, and I even had the one that is the strong one that I had to look at. And so moving, shifting from that victimhood to that, that sovereignhood, that, that ability to understand that I, I am creating this. And, you know, sometimes that can be a little bit of a, not always the easiest thing to do, um, but the willingness to keep cultivating the universe is going to respond. Things are going to show up right. to support you. Well, it's like... Um, you know, on my daughter's birthday, I get the ping to, oh yeah, go watch that video. And then I see the exact thing that wants to heal within me. And my friend says, you know, come over. I want to sing to you. (laughs) And it's like, that's the great mystery unfolding. That's like the path rising to meet you um, versus like, okay, what do I have to heal? How am I going to do it? How hard is it going to be? I have to lift the whole world on my shoulders. So I love what you're saying. But um, let's talk a little bit. I want to talk about the um, being a creatrix or or this creation mm-hmm. energy that you mentioned, because I really love um, you and I both see ourselves as bridge builders. And I really feel uh-huh. that bridge happening in this conversation from uh, thank you for sharing your story about like where you, where you were and then how you came into that essence. And so um, how, how did you come to realize that you could create Oh, you know, it's interesting because even as a child, I, I remember one time and I, I loved school. School was actually, it was like an escape for me, right? From my life. So it was very mm-hmm. important to me. And I remember one time I didn't have my, my homework assignment. I couldn't find the paper. 
And I, I remember getting upset with this paper. It's like, I can manage you to be in my bag. Why are you mm. not in my bag? Mm. <laughs> so, That's so funny. There, there was like this, like throughout my life, like these moments of like, why is this, why is this not responding? Like we're designed, mm. this, this universe is designed to take care of us. Why is it not responding to me? You know? Um, wow. So I feel like I had that awareness, but it would come and go, right? It's not something that would stick. Um, and then even early on, um, there was more of this kind of, you know, great levels of surrender, right? And what I found is in those levels of surrendering and continuing to um, give in, you know, give in to the mm-hmm. process, to give in to who who I really am. And in that, sometimes that meant, um, you know, I, for two years, I let go of everything. I mean, I mean, a couple of times now even houses. I gave my house away in the beginning. And then the second time, you know, I throw my things in the dumpster and it's like just the willingness. Mm. Um, and what I found is in the, that willingness, <laughs> there was a moment where I felt it. It was as if it was being handed all back to me. And then mm. I remember looking down at my hands going, well, what do I do with it? <laughs> mm. <laughs> what am I you know, what am I to do with this? Because the souls, you know, we, you can only receive that of which you're, you're capable of utilizing effectively and, you know, being accountable for one's actions, um, you know, your, your movements. So now I'm very aware of, you know, even the slightest shift that I make, I can feel how it impacts everyone around me. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that just came from deeper, um, you know, when it got handed back to me, I became very present with how my energy was moving, what I was doing with it. Um, because our life force for me, that, that is our, you know, our, our abundance that is, you know, that of which we are and we we put it into other areas. And when you can really honor that, it honors you, right? When you can Mm. really see how you're utilizing it and how it's impacting what's around you, um, so yet again, people call this reclaiming your power. And for me, power is innocence. It's, it's really our, our true, pure nature um, and our life force, right? And for me, I, I, I find this to be very sacred. Um, so in that, I live my life very intentionally, you know, from um, what I'm eating, how I'm walking, I'm very present with my thoughts. You know, what am I entertaining? How am I utilizing my energy today? Um, because it's, you know, a lot of ways, it's kind of an energy game here on the planet. Mm-hmm. And if, if we're not aware of it, if we're not aware of how we're using our energy, then, you know, it's easy for things to pick it up <laughs> or, or for it to right. be utilized by others. Um, right. And that's why we keep recycling or, you know, not recycling, but yeah, I guess that works too. Um, keep going back into that victim mindset um, because mm-hmm. we're not present with how it is we're using it. And, yeah. you know, for me, I'm, I feel really, really fortunate and grateful to be working on planetary levels, you know, understanding the energies that are coming into the planet, understanding how Mother Earth is opening up to receive it. And I know to, to reach this level of um, access, right, or this level of understanding wouldn't have been possible at all if I wasn't willing to see it within myself, if I wasn't willing to see, you know, 
how it is that my life experience and you know my connection through my soul and into source or God, um, how it all interacts. And it's just really moment to moment. One moment can define so much, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, So yet again, it's that cultivation, right? Um, To really, truly come into being a creatrix. I mean, I have seen uh, many times how people talk about being a creatrix, but they're really creating in a bandwidth of energy that is, you know, in my opinion, limiting. Um, you're, You're creating from ideas of who we're supposed to be right or within Mm -hmm. circuits of energy that are created by other people why Mm -hmm. why do that when you can truly be creating purely um from your own connection and i think what people do is they get scared they get scared when they make that connection because a lot of times it, it has this effect of um dissolving connections you've had before because they weren't really um from a heart centered you know aligned place so they they tend to come into mm, maybe levels of fear so they back Mm -hmm. away from that um but i i strongly feel that where we're at right now this is you know the way in which to truly create here and we're being given so much right now to do that with (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. well and that's what you're really speaking to is that unified consciousness that christ consciousness i mean it's just a different way of being in the heart than we have been used to on this planet Um, and i think as women and it's our natural way of being, but, um, you know, cultural conditioning for thousands of years, kind of, uh, we forget. And then, so this deep remembering is really a remembrance, I think, back into the heart and and into mm-hmm. the essence um, of who we are. But something that you said gave me chills. And so I was like, okay, noted. We'll talk about that. Um, and, and we knew we were going here anyway, because we were talking before hitting record about being a conduit. And when you said that there were these big sort of, I don't think you use the word multidimensional, but I'll say like big multidimensional energies mm-hmm. that are wanting, I think you said they're wanting to come to the earth and into the earth. Is that mm-hmm. where you see yourself as a conduit? Yeah, that is one way that I've been serving. Um, I remember one of the, the first things that messages I was given is, you know, you're, you're over the deployment of energy coming into the earth. I was like, oh, that's great. Well, what, is, what does that mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what, yeah. What is this? And, you know, one of my first experiences of seeing I was, <laughs> I was taken um, up, and in my hands were these beautiful, bright lights, and they all had different configurations. They all had different um, depths to them, and I'm like, "What is this?" <laughs> and the message, you know, was take them down there. And mm. what what I feel, one, I feel that we are the new earth. And it is through us that we're able to build out these harmonious systems and to really return back into that unified um, truth of who we are. And that is one of the ways um, that I have served as a a conduit um, for this energy. And, 
you know, one of the first programs that came through me was called Cellular Ascension. And it came through because I was looking at the other people and I'm going, how? I mean, there's, there's, they don't have space within them for this light. <laughs> how, how do we, how do we do this? And, you know, it became clear that to ascend from the inside out, to begin working with the DNA, to begin clearing out the, the debris that's mm-hmm. been, you know, calcified around the light codes within the DNA, because this is not energy that's foreign to us, right? Mm-hmm. Um, this is something that, you know, for, for a really long time, we, we had an experience. Um, but, you know, one of the wonderful things is there's so many others, um, such as myself, that have gone before and blazed. And, um, you know, the pathways are open, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So our, our ability to, to receive that or for people to return what I call returning home. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and that's a lot of my Lemurian, a lot of my Lemurian connections that have came through. Mm-hmm. Um, but very much so as a, a conduit of that. And, you know, I've um, been these kind of walking gateways for um, the the ascension process um i'm very much you know i've I've supported a lot of people with opening up into their uh, multi-dimensional awareness and then the unification of that awareness um so that they can really bring through streamlined who it is that they are into the world and where i'm at now um you know, these, these levels and capacities that we have for embodiment that we really can bring and um, this or open this level of light within us. Um, Mm -hmm. But yes, very much Mm -hmm. so uh, a conduit um, of that. And I, through my connection, right? For me, I do everything through the connection to my soul. I, um, I don't channel anything unless it's directly coming from the highest level of me. It has to go there before it even is able to even connect with me. Mm. So that it's really clear to me, you know, what is coming through me. And of course, this is, you know, I've had lots of different, what we call initiations or tests along the way to cultivate that. Um, So it's not something, you know, that happened overnight either. (laughs) Right. Um, But that willingness to, listen you know to to really listen and to trust my my connection um which wasn't always the easiest thing um you know i've had levels of um you know we would say loss friends really deep people are really deep to me you know that chose a, a path that was different than mine and in that choosing of the path having to let that go and so I've, I've gone against many different um, energetics and streams that, you know, within my being was like, mm, those are not in integrity. You know, they're not in integrity for what the truth that is coming through you. And that's a really big point there in itself, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. being able to right. honor the truth in you. <laughs> right, right. And so, yeah, I mean, as we're talking about sacred remembering and modern women waking up to their truth, that is a really courageous path <laughs> and so courageous. And so as we are hearing those um 
you know, instructions or like, maybe they don't always even make sense. Oh no. Oh my gosh. (laughs) A lot of the time I was just telling my partner the story of why I decided to tattoo a snake on my arm, like my entire left arm, um, or most of my left arm, uh, like within a day, you know, I was like, well, uh, my soul told me to, (laughs) and he was like, like you made that decision in a matter of hours. I was like, absolutely. Like, <laughs> like, I mean, you get those instructions and, and, you know, the tattoo scheduled and, and like my soul screaming at me, literally screaming at me. So I was like, well, of course I'm going to do that. <laughs> and it was like two weeks after I had left a career as a school principal and I'm like tattooing a giant snake on my arm. You know, I was like, okay, yeah, this is the, this is the path. But that's just one example of, um, you know, those things that you hear that it doesn't, make, you know, rational sense to those around you or even to mm-hmm. you sometimes. But it is this ancient remembering and the soul remembering that's really, you know, just wanting to come through you. And mm-hmm. so, you know, it doesn't always look like tattoo a snake on your arm, but um, <laughs> <laughs> it can be bizarre. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, we were... Um, I want to, I want to start to wrap up, but we were just having this really juicy conversation earlier before hitting record about channeling. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I think like on a, on a spiritual awakening path, it's a really, um, you know, one of the, one of the maybe like first things you do is like, Oh, this person or that person is a channel for the divine. Mm -hmm. And then like, you know, I, I look, like those people get a lot of likes on YouTube, that kind of thing. Like, oh, they're mm-hmm. channeling something. And recently I've been um, just really pondering, I've been like thinking about writing a piece on this. Uh, so again, of course, we're having this conversation today, right on time. <laughs> but, you know, we are channels. We are channels for the divine. This is so much of what sacred remembering is about, like remembering that the sacred is you. Um, And so I would love to hear you speak on this because um, we were both lighting up about this earlier, but, you know, why, why do we trust others who say, well, I'm channeling this higher being, but we don't like trust our own channel or we don't trust our own resonance with the divine. Mm-hmm. Or maybe that's not the question, but whatever you, you know, want to yeah. speak to around that. Well, you know, whenever I was filling into what you were asking here, and I, I think that goes back to us being so used to having someone else tell us, yeah. right? Having someone else tell us what, how it is we are to live, you know, and it comes back to that trusting of ourselves, like trusting our path. And I have a dear friend who um, gave me this understanding or his, what he sees trust as, and he sees it as true, raw, undiluted, simple transparency, Mm -hmm. you know, (laughs) and people, you know, we were taught to not, you know, engaged in, um, we're not really taught transparency. We're very much given this, this way of being like, oh, you don't talk about this. You don't, you don't show up like that. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times our, our very nature is that, 
you know, it could be the very one thing, the gift that we have for the planet. And, you know, where we're taught really young that we're to hold that back. We're not to share yeah. that. Right. Um, so we, we find ourselves um, doing that with channels. It's like, oh, well, they, they must know. They must know. And yet again, that comes back to discernment, mm. you know, being able to really, um, you know, that's a whole thing that I also speak on. <laughs> but being um, channels, one of the things um, I think that gets confused is understanding that channels are one, they're coming through someone who has a personality, right? Who has their own set of ideas. And if, you know, that particular, you know, you could feel if you're connected in with yourself, what's true and what's real for you. But if not, if you're just starting out, you know, a lot of times you can get connected into their belief systems, right? Or you can get connected into their ideas of life because they match, right? They may match the, the, the genie genealogical lines you came in on and they may be the very things that you're letting go of right so we find that happening right where we're we're kind of um hitting that um so and i feel that everything serves until it doesn't so it's not like a, a right or wrong mm. good or bad it's like Mm, you know, sometimes, okay, I'm being shown this to reach deeper levels of discernment within myself. You know, if I take a step and I'm like, whoa, that was way off, mm, correct, you know, and mm-hmm. just bring myself back in. Oh, okay. Mm, I love myself. I trust myself. I'm grateful for that experience. And it's really clear to me now mm-hmm. that that message is no longer for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's, there's that. And then there's the, um, Yet again, you know, you know, understanding that the personality um, comes through the channels, and then there's there's those that have cultivated themselves into such a level that they're they're really allowing for source to move through them, and even in that, your soul may give you you know information, or you may pick up a piece of that for your own lesson, right? And it may not even be necessarily what was said there because once again it has nothing to do with anything out here <laughs> you know, it's like all of it has to do with the transformation of what's occurring inside of you all of this is stimuli to bring it forward right, right. and if you look at it that way it's like oh okay so i'm choosing to bring my awareness my my energy to this particular channel how is it? How does it feel? How is it serving me? What is it feeding? Is it feeding my mind? You know, is it feeding my body? Is it feeding my heart? Does it? Do I have? You know, what is the resonance that I have with it? Mm-hmm. Um, is it giving me some idea of what's truth for myself? Um, you know, just really being present with how it's serving you. I think is the mm-hmm. key with um, different channels. Um, but yeah, it's it's pretty. Um, easy to get um, attached to these ideas of higher beings. Um, and a lot of times in my connection, and I've worked with Ascended Masters and the Angels and the Elementals and, you know, mm-hmm. a lot of the galactic. Um, so the galactic families. and the, So there's, for me, even though something is a, a higher resonance or a higher frequency, doesn't mean that it's aligned for you and i think people get confused by that they're Mm -hmm. like oh i feel this and this is so powerful and i'm like 
Mm, do you have a filter on you? Like, are you, are you able to feel whether or not this energy is good for your body? Right. right, right. So I think there's just a whole, mm, you know, there's not a whole lot of education on it right, for people right. as they're going out. Well, I think this conversation is such amazing education. Thank you for saying all that. And, <laughs> you know, we, we each have, I love, like we, ha- we each have our divine blueprint and then there are going to be these teachers and, you know, people along the path that are going to spark these different things in us. Like in 2018, um, I was, um, uh, in touch with a woman named Eleni Cantos. I want to have her on the mm. podcast and she spoke a light language and my mm. whole body lit up when mm-hmm. I listened to her and I just knew like, I'm supposed to spend a little time with Eleni. And so after working with Eleni, my light language came in. Mm. And so, mm. you know, it's like, there was this spark. I listened. Now, do I know what I'm saying when I speak light language? Not really. It changes. I'm channeling different, <laughs> different things. And for me, my ego can really get in the way about like, well, I can't tap into this exact, you know, being or like when you mm. say I talk to the galactic, I'm like, maybe I do, maybe I don't. Yeah. I don't know. But, you know, as a, like, I'm a Pisces sun, so I'm a feeler, right? Mm. Like I'm a feeler. Mm-hmm. And I, I have learned that the great mystery is, is happening, and it's happening like with me and through me and I can trust what's happening. Um, and I can trust myself as a conduit and I am often not given the information about exactly who I'm channeling mm-hmm. or exactly who is giving me the information. And that can super challenge an ego, <laughs> especially oh, if yeah. like oh, a yeah. priestess or <laughs> you're like, maybe I'm supposed to know this. But at this point, um, you know, there, there's a lot of trust and there's a lot of realizing that it's my soul that, you yes. know, my, my DNA was, was programmed with these things. And, yes. um, yeah. In order to be a walking activation for that sacred truth within women, you know, that's where I need to come from. It just, <laughs> it makes yeah. sense in the context of this conversation, but we had talked about, uh, you know, when I was preparing for this podcast, I got the ping a couple of times to ask you if you would be willing to do a light language transmission um, here. We've never done that on the podcast. And so I want to ask you if that still feels alive. Yes, yes, I am. Okay. I'm certainly um, bringing through a, a transmission. Um, mm, absolutely. Um, yeah, we'll just Wonderful. allow it to come through. <laughs> yeah. And so if, if women have never heard of light language or never received a transmission, what I want to make sure to do, Katrina, is um, let women know that, like, this isn't brainwashing. This isn't, mm-hmm. you know, um, that, this, that this is something of high intent, but I'll let you speak to that. And maybe, maybe you do or don't know, um, the like origins or, um, maybe you do or do not translate the, the transmission. I have uh-huh. no idea. 
Um, so can you set it up for us a little bit? Yeah, yeah. So for me, um, I can translate. Um, and but the thing with light language, um, I actually also call it soul language. Uh, because it speaks right into the the soul. It speaks right beyond all of the things that separate us, that keep us from truly feeling and seeing one another. Um, it allows for that to dissipate for however long one chooses. You know, it mm-hmm. opens up that field, that opportunity to really feel into um, who we are. And the um, look, I lost it there. Um, the the light language what it is, you know, is that for me? And for me, the way it comes out, um, so I've done a, a lot of work within groups and working on, you know, planetary levels with the earth. So for me, my system actually computes um, those in which we'll hear this um, um, going forward. So mm-hmm. being able to fill and call forward the elements um, on the soul levels and being able to speak to those um, you know, one of the things when I, I awakened, you know, a higher level of me began to braid into my body. Um, so, you know, it's, it's kind of bringing with it lots of different frequencies um, and levels of um, resonance that we haven't had on the planet for some time. So mm-hmm. it matches that within each um, matrix, you know, that people are. So, for me, that's one of the ways in which my language works. But even beyond that, really bringing mm-hmm. us back into that sacred remembrance of our connections. And that's what I feel today, mm-hmm. just that speaking into the heart and calling us forward um, back into that remembrance and unifying us back into that field of, you know, potential, our highest potentials. Mm, beautiful. Thank you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you'd like, I can go ahead and bring that through. It Does that feel good to you? Yeah, I, I Great. think so. <laughs> Great. Yeah. So listeners, you're, you know, you can sit and just take it in. You might even be on the move as we often are when we're listening to podcasts. And that's okay too. Just breathe with it. And um, you might even come back and listen to it again. And just, you know, the energies will will integrate. Ah, all right so just taking this moment to bring your awareness into your heart space a beautiful connection a gateway into all that is and in this now asking through this connection to ground you deeper and deeper in to mother earth Anchoring you, stabilizing you in this now. Not seeing that any, only that which is in the highest and purest good for you comes through this transmission. May it be received with levels of grace, with levels of ease. And may the remembrance propel you in the direction of your heart's pure desire. Kira Shantari, a 
Expanding, expanding the fields, allowing for all of you to receive, cleansing, purifying, releasing any stagnation, allowing for the body to fully anchor in all of the light of that which is coming through, coming here from source and also up from Mother Earth, beautiful sacred medicine that she has for each one of you. You are seen, you are loved, and it is time, it is time. There's so much to love, so much gratitude for your presence here on the earth. Hmm. Now, just witnessing and opening up uh, of greater channels in the universe, providing for fuller ability to receive that of which you're calling to you, to amplify your life. Hmm. Time, time for beautiful flow on hearing. Thank you, Matarasi and Tarashanka, and my shoulder. So now I'm pulling all of my energy back, clean and clear. And each one of you, your energy back, clean and clear. Asking for a beautiful rainbow, blanket of light coming in from the rays of creation to wrap around you, to strengthen your fields, to unify you in all of the ways that are needed in this now, for you to feel, feel that deeper connection, for you to remember fuller and deeper who it is that you are. May that soul tone guide you forward. It is with great love, so much love. An appreciation that I connect with you today. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Katrina, mm, that was so beautiful. What a gift. Thank you so much. Yes, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> really felt the, the um, expansion in, in all of the bodies. Um, as it was coming in and then like we're invited to really breathe into that expansion of the truth of who we are Mm, beautiful absolutely so Mm. beautiful well thank you so much for coming today thank you for your transmissions all of your transmissions um and i'm wondering if you would like to tell listeners where they can find you on the web how can they be in touch if they'd like to. Yes, um, Divine Bridge for Humanity um, on Facebook. I'm actually revamping everything and really uh, preparing to open up in a uh, much more expansive way soon. So um, Divine Bridge for Humanity on Facebook uh, and KatrinaLove333 at gmail.com if you have any questions or if anything's came up through this process as well. You may contact me and I will share what comes through. <laughs> Wonderful. Well, such a pleasure to uh, be 
connected with you and um, to have this conversation today. And I know it's going to bless many. So thank you for being here. Yes, thank you. Thank you so much, Sarah. This has been such a wonderful experience. And I'm so, so grateful for this time. Thank you. (laughs) Wonderful. Yes, me too. Oh, thank you so much, Katrina, for this interview. Thank you, listeners, for being here. I hope that you gained much, learned a lot, and I trust that you're soaking that in. Uh, If you would like to, you can always head over to the Sacred Remembering Facebook group. Um, Some good conversations are starting there. We'd love to have you. And you can find me at sarahpoet.com. I do want to shout out that community calls are happening the first and third Thursdays of the month. This may transition into a membership site. I'm sort of beta testing it right now. And so um, if you are interested in having more conversations around the topics here about masculine, feminine, about cultivating those two archetypal energies within you and also in your relationships in a conscious way, those community calls are a really great and safe place to start. So you can find that information in the Facebook group at Sacred Remembering. Um, and and you can always email me too uh, via my website, um, sarah at sarahpoet.com. So, wow, there's just so much going on on the planet. I hope that you're well. I hope that you stay connected. There are a lot of really great things coming through um, my work and embodied breath in the next few months. We're going to be talking about time and energy and women's leadership and really preparing for all that's becoming available in 2021. It's very exciting. We're just, we're kind of in the uh, stage here of, you know, really knowing our truth, breathing into our truth as a global um, community of women And then we're going to be able to utilize that in more ways in the world that we are creating anew. Um, You know, there's just a lot of um, (laughs) debris that uh, we're currently navigating and we're going to be navigating for a little bit more time. But when you come home to the truth of who you are, right, then you know that and then we can come back out into the world and bring this consciousness into the world and create the world that we want to live in for ourselves, for our relationships, for our children, etc, etc. So, um, so glad you're here. And so glad this community is continuing to build. And um, I'll see you next week. So much love. Bye. This is Sarah Poet of Embodied Breath, and thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I'm curious, what was your biggest takeaway? Remember that you are not alone on the sacred path, and women are rising now together. You can visit my website, sarahpoet.com, for more tools and inspiration to support your sacred remembering path. Please be sure to check the show notes, subscribe to this podcast, share with a friend, and leave us a review wherever you listen to podcasts. I love to hear from you. Stay connected, and here's to your path of sacred remembering.